Hey everyone, I'm Brandon. Welcome to the Leading Second podcast. And I'm joined today with two of my good friends. This is Pastor Josh Bingle, mm. lead pastor of Genesis Church in Spokane, yep. Washington. And this is my good friend Kyle Heineke from Fresh Life Church in Portland, Oregon. And uh, we'll see if any of this stays on track today uh, with these two in one episode. But hey, we're, uh, we're excited today to talk about a topic that we feel is really vital and is really important and something that quite frankly is urgent for our generation and that is being a millennial in ministry yeah. mm, ouch. and what that means and i think we say ouch because we've slapped that as like a negative term oh, yeah. on yeah. young people and on a generation You're such a millennial Josh. yeah like like being no. a millennial i think millennials like being millennials but i think that everybody else kind of uses it as this this scourge, which which yeah. the subtext is lazy, yeah, yeah. Uh, narcissistic, entitled, entitled yeah. um, just doing it for the likes on social media right. or or whatever. And I think that there's this connotation to our generation mm-hmm. yeah. that says that that for some reason that's the generation of young leaders that we have today. Which, by the way, being a millennial is as old as 35 years old today yeah. when we're recording mm-hmm. this. So yeah. yes. it's not just. 21 year olds in college this is this is now as you said earlier old enough to be senators the reality is that that none of these traits that we just mentioned entitled narcissistic prideful like none of these things are millennial traits or young leader traits the the truth is these are human traits yeah these are people traits yeah and I think we want to talk about this today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I'm passionate about the millennial generation because I have always felt like a half-breed in this conversation. Uh, depending on what date you use, there's a specific book I like on the topic. And they define millennials as the generation that begins uh, born on or after January 1st, 1981. Which mm-hmm. therefore means I miss the cutoff by like 16 days. How does that make you feel? I, I feel like a half breed. I feel yes. like, uh, you know, and and the, the are you glad though? Like, do you do you go like ah, not a millennial? Well, see, I wish I was as cool as a millennial. Hey, now we're talking. And but yeah, I'm just not, and I I, I continually fall short. But my school year and the people in my school year would technically be split down the middle. Yeah. And I have always felt like I had maybe more of the style of one, but the values of another. Mm-hmm. And But I have a real heart for young leaders thriving and succeeding in ministry and not letting this scourge dominate and become a self-fulfilling prophecy wow. yeah, on really a yeah, group of leaders yeah. and on a generation. Mm-hmm. Love it. So I think we wanted to go on the record today and just say that we see something different yes. yeah. in this generation. Yeah, that we're we don't we mm-hmm. don't buy this. Mm-hmm. We don't buy that being a millennial is is negative. We don't buy the idea that being a millennial it means you're not motivated. Yeah. Mm. We just believe millennials are motivated by something different. Sure. Yeah. That it's not necessarily wrong. It's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just now that we millennials are pegged as narcissistic. I actually don't believe that Mm -hmm. i just believe that millennials want to live an integrated life online they want to share their life they want to use the tools that didn't exist 15 plus years ago well we've kind of because of those tools we've grown up with all we've done is give given a 
a megaphone or a magnifying glass to human narcissism. Like, Absolutely. if another generation grew up with the internet in their pocket, they probably would have taken selfies too. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that millennials are a generation that don't want to work and don't huh? want to work hard. I don't yeah. believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe they want the work to count. Yes. Yeah. I believe they want to do work that matters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can't think and rationalize that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think it, part of that comes from growing up with in the broken home, which is so prevalent in mm-hmm. our generation. I remember when my parents divorced and thinking, man, I wish that my um, one of my parents valued the home more than the job. Wow. And it was just intrinsic. Then from that moment on, a promise I made to myself, I'll never let what I do be more important than what I have, who I am, and my family. Absolutely. Wow. And so I think we, we often, one generation is a response to another. Yeah, yeah. And you end up with a generation that is just a response to also yeah. growing up in the digital age yeah. Yeah. with technology like no other generation has seen. Yeah. So we believe that, that different doesn't mean better and different doesn't mean worse. Different just means now. Yeah. 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 Different so just means new. Mm-hmm. God is certainly still has his hand on a generation. Yeah. yeah. And is preparing this generation for great things for his kingdom perfectly timed. Yeah. He loves his, this generation. Yeah. And for, and for millennials, for us, I, I think like getting it right is of utmost importance because the future of the 21st century Western church rests in our hands. Like mm-hmm. God, God trusted us with his bride. Mm-hmm. And so getting it right as millennials, which is these things we're going to talk about here today, is massively important. It's more than just me feeling fulfilled in my job, which congrats, that's great. Praise God for it. But there's this weight that's sitting here in front of us that it's, it's of utmost importance that we get this right by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, which is why I'm glad we're having this conversation. So I think at leading second, like our heart in starting this is, number one, we want to celebrate millennials. Mm. And we want to celebrate this generation for, for the uniqueness that it has and all the potential that it has. But I think we also want to talk about the snares mm-hmm. that our generation will face as yeah. a result of this uniqueness. Again, yeah. these are just human snares. Right. Yeah. But our generation will face certain things that the enemy will use. Yeah. To take us out. And like every generation, how criminal would it be for us to arrive at that day when we're giving account for our life? Which, by the way, I don't believe the judgment seat of Christ is about us arriving and giving account for every sin. That was taken away at the cross. Right, come on. Like that is, that is over, said, and done, and the final yeah. word has already been spoken. But I, I believe that the, the judgment seat will be much more about what did you do with the life I wow. gave you? What did you do? How did you steward your life beyond the brokenness that I healed, beyond the sin I forgave? And the the crime of our generation will be to arrive at that moment and Mm -hmm. to have missed it for likes on Instagram. Wow. And to have missed it to do something (laughs) meaningful but not of God. Josh, you were talking about Numbers 33. Yeah. And we were... Yeah. Getting ready for this. Yeah. And and it's super important because the, the things that we're talking about here today are like like gifts and, and kind of a bent that we have as as a generation, just like every other generation does. And it's almost funny when, when you hear the word millennials because millennials rarely refer to themselves as millennials. So right. you almost kinda like like shut off like, oh, another millennial conversation. But it's important that, that we that we get it right because the very things 
that are the best things about us that God put in us for such a time as this, hello Mordecai, is the thing what? that the enemy will use to, to twist and pervert and get us out of things. So we have to be willing to confront this like Numbers 33 when God tells the nation of Israel to go into the promised land. And he's saying that there, there are other tribes, other nations, other people, they serve idols. There's things in there that will trip you up when you get there. So he says this, this is uh, Numbers 33, 55. If you do not drive out the inhabitants, what are we talking about? The snares, like the good things about us that get twisted and perverted. If you don't drive those things out, the ones you allow to remain, this is massive in my mind. The ones that you allow to remain, they will become barbs in your eyes and, and thorns in your sides forever. Like as long as you're living in that land, if you are not aware of these things that can trip you up, you will be dealing with them forever. Like things that we could get rid of on the front end, if we don't handle them, they, they are going to ruin us. Right. They'll always be there and, and, and we'll miss the mark if we're not aware of these things. Absolutely. And, and as we were talking, we were talking about uh, some of the different snares mm-hmm. that that our our generation will, will face. So our, I feel like our generation wants to blaze a trail. We want to um, do something new. We want to do the big thing that's yeah. in our heart. We want yeah. to follow Fantastic. a sense of adventure, which, which is awesome. Which is which is of God and exactly what God wants you to do. But the snare of that mm. is that that can lead you to not submitting to other people. Wow. You know, not submitting to leaders that would say, slow down on that thing. Mm. Mm. Let that bake a little bit mm-hmm. more. Right. And the second a leader comes along and says, you're not ready for that. We say, well, I heard from God. Right. So it's I'm going to go prayer. do this thing. Yes. And the trailblazing entrepreneurial <clears throat> spirit of this generation ends up being a snare. Yeah. And just, it, it won't amount to how great God wants it to be. Right. Right. Like, it's even better God's way. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not that it's that it's less than. Yeah. It's not a downgrade. Yeah. Well, I, I think because we hear submit and we think like, oh, if they just understood how the world worked, like I get it. I know the culture. Like you're trying to squash my style and cramp my style. And I'm, I'm like, I'm always on this mission to find like what is the most punk rock thing you can do. And like the most I think the most punk rock thing you can do like stick it to the man type thing it is and so countercultural is to submit to leadership it's We're not it's not to like to like absolutely you know I'm just gonna run out and start man they're so punk rock it's not man everybody's doing that all you're gonna get is applause you know what will make people look at you sideways to go you, you, wait you, yeah. su- you, su- you you submitted to the house like you're still there like what don't you know you could go you could go you right. could go and you're like yeah man but I'm submitted that is like Counterculture, insurrection, mm-hmm. getting right. locked up in prison. I, I think of David. Yeah, I, I think of David. How David um, was was faithful in the sheep pen, mm. yeah, and he yeah. was faithful under an imperfect leader. And mm. we'll maybe talk about that some other time about serving an imperfect leader. So but good. David was managed to be faithful under all of that, mm-hmm. um, even with a, 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 a trailblazing spirit on the inside of him that led him to kill a giant. Yeah. Yeah. I think another snare of this generation mm-hmm. is wanting That's to good. be known and wanting to make a mark, which yeah. I think in and of itself is a great yeah. thing. People we, want to be known. We, we, mm-hmm. we, and we want to make our lives count for something bigger than us. The, the snare of that, though, is are you willing to do it even if you'll never get the credit? Mm. Are you willing to do it 
even if even if your name won't be the one in lights, but another one of your teammates or your pastor yeah. or your church, are you mm-hmm. still willing to do it? Even if you won't be the one per se mm-hmm. to get the credit, to leave the mark. Yeah. I think our generation also wants to live an integrated life online. We want to share life online. We want right. to, um, we, we, we do want to be authentic. We want to, um, you know, be a part of each other's lives over distance, over time zones, mm-hmm. over time of day. Um, but the snare of that is not being faithful with the very thing God's put in front of you mm-hmm. to do today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and um, not being faithful with... So David, the day that the prophet came to anoint the king and to find a king, David was out in the sheep pens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he he was so disconnected. Yeah. From from ev- from the important moment, you know, God rescued him, God found him, mm-hmm. yeah. but he was he was out tucked away somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, rather than in the important moment. And you know, I, I think that I think that another snare uh, that are of this generation is we want to work for something that matters. Mm-hmm. But the question we would want to ask is, matters to what end? Yeah, it's good. Y- you know, you can do a lot of good things yeah. in your life. But were they what Jesus wanted you to do? That's so good. There's a lot of good yeah. causes. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, noble things. Yeah. And our generation is all about that, and it's great. Mm-hmm. But to what end? Yeah. And what's the goal line that we're after when it talk when we talk about making our lives count? Yeah. I could, and that's so good because I think it could be easy from a, a millennial mindset to look at previous generations and say, well, we're doing this for, for like a noble reason. So like, it must be better because, because mine is, you know, when I, when I bought that lipstick, it bought 12 pairs of shoes for kids in Rwanda. And no, I think it'd be easy for us to look, um, and to say, because maybe we're doing things according to values that we value as a generation, which might be more humanitarian causes or social justice, that because we're doing it for that reason, it's inherently better. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Matthew very clearly tells us that there's going to be some people who get to have that conversation with Jesus and they're going to be like, hey, I cast out demons in your name. Like mm-hmm. I drilled wells and I served at soup kitchens and all those things are fantastic. But just because you're doing that thing doesn't mean that it's better or you are better. That's what Jesus even asked you to do. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. He's going to be like, did, did I even know you? And the enemy, mm. the enemy is smart because he will take the things that we are passionate about and then we, will, we run the risk of finding ourselves at the end having gained the world. Right. That we would consider this to be the right thing, but we've lost our soul in it because it we is. weren't doing the right thing that God asked us to do. The Bible says of David, maybe one of my favorite lines in scripture, is that he fulfilled the purpose of God for his generation. Mm. So he crossed the finish line that God had intended him to. And we have grown up hearing these words. You can be anything you want to be. Mm. You can do anything you want. If you believe it, you can achieve it. You know, mm-hmm. what, what are all these things we were raised to yeah. think? Those thoughts aren't even entirely biblical because <laughs> Jesus didn't do anything he wanted yeah, yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the will of his father. Yeah, yeah. G- the, the word actually says that we're not our own, uh-huh. that we are bought at a price. Yeah. And yeah. therefore, to honor God as living sacrifices. I mean, these are not things that we would want to do. They are the will of God. And I think our, 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 
our goal line has to be right. Mm, yeah. That mm. our goal line isn't just doing good for people or doing a good cause, but our goal line has to be what did God ask That's me to so do? Good. And at the end of the day, and yeah. I think I think we want to close with this thought, there is nothing that you can do that will please God more than loving and building his church. Yeah. Mm. And loving and building his house. My pastor Kevin Gerald always says that you are never more like Christ than when you are loving what he loves mm. and building what he builds. Yeah which is his church, yeah. that, that at the end of the day, if the business you're running, which is great, and the cause that you're supporting, which is noble, if all of these things don't end up being local church building, what was the point? Mm. Right. What, was, what was the goal mm-hmm. of that thing, that, that, that the primary activity of our lives in ministry, in or out of vocational ministry, must be to love and build the house of God that has always been and that will always be. You know, at Leading Second, we want to hear from you. We want to um, hear the challenges that you're facing as a millennial in ministry. This is certainly not going to be the last time we talk about this topic. Uh, we want to know what what questions we need to be wrestling through and and answering through this podcast and and through this ministry because we believe in young leaders yeah. and we believe this generation is a now generation that God wants to use today for mm-hmm. a specific plan and for uh, his purpose today and we want to confront the negative connotations that the word millennial yeah. has like we don't buy it mm-hmm. we don't believe it we believe this is an awesome generation purposed by God, but we also want to live lives that that uh, avoid the snares. And we, we want to issue you this final question today. If you're a millennial, you're a young leader in ministry right now and serving God and have a heart to serve God, are you willing to live in such a way that you change the narrative about you and about millennial leaders in our context today, are we willing to prove it wrong a bit? Mm-hmm. You know, are we willing to stand up and say we are a generation that can honor, mm-hmm. and we are a generation that can submit, and ultimately we are a generation about what matters most, mm-hmm. which is Jesus and His church. Mm-hmm.